0: Monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello, and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature Joey G. Joining me as always, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride Nicole.
1: What's up? What are you doing? I don't know. I'm really tired, so I thought I'd, like if I started with a pop.
0: We we have a thing that we do. We have it's an introductory.
1: I start with like a pop pop.
0: But we don't do pop, that. No, pop. no, no. Like from that movie no, no, that I, show. I know what it's from, but that's not how we do things. We have a. a I, I say the same thing every time. Sa- say the same thing every time and you're blowing it. And you're blowing the mic out too. I'm not a very good sound engineer. I turned the gain down.
1: Oh, okay. I'm too loud.
0: When you scream sap? Yeah, <laughs> it's a little loud. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, hello and welcome back to my show. What? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You don't like when I change the script?
1: It's not your show.
0: So, um, let's see. It's time to review, what was it? September's movie? <laughs> we watched this film in September. Today is January What was our 13th. last
1: episode we did? On what?
0: I don't know. That <laughs> what was August. Movie? What movie was it? I don't know. It was your pick.
1: Oh, I'm going to look it I up. I bet I'm it was stupid. You're stupid. That's not very nice. Well, neither are you.
0: Well, okay.
1: <laughs> so our last episode was actually our boys episode, Spooky Town. Well, that wasn't us then. We did Watch, which was my oh, pick. Oh, that was a good movie. And since then... Are you then- serious?
0: We haven't watched a movie since... Oh, yeah, I guess, because it was September. Jeez. Actually, we watched it in August then, because this episode came out September 2nd.
1: I think we watched it in September, though. Like, we recorded late, and then we watched the movie, this movie late
0: as well. We were already falling behind. No, I I understand that, but... No, because look at the calendar. Look, there was... This September, it was supposed to be the August movie, because we did one in July... So the August movie should have been Ghost Watch. We were two days late getting the episode posted because of circumstances beyond our repair. So we were two days late, and then this movie was supposed to be for supposed to be for the September movie. Right. And it's now January the thirteenth, <laughs> two thousand and twenty nine. Can you imagine? Two thousand twenty three. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year.
0: Happy Boo Year. But
1: like, since watching Ghost Watch, you have bought me the Fancy Pants box set. Of it, yes,
0: they did release a new fancy pants edition, and of
1: movie. it's quite enjoyable. The box set, yeah. I've been watching all the interviews yeah. and stuff, and I just love it. So, thank you.
0: It's too bad that didn't come out before we recorded our episode. <laughs> yeah, but it was a, it was a special release, I believe. It's from um uh, oh, I should know this. On the, is it is it one hundred and one films that released that? Do you know? Do you remember? I think so. I thought the one hundred and one or eighty eight films. There's two separate. Um, Fancy Pants, British Blu-ray boutiques.
1: But it was interesting because they were saying if that movie, it was like before its time. So they were saying if it had come out around Blair Witch or whatever, it would have blown up huge. Because Blair Witch did pretty much the same thing but on a different level and was like the most popular movie.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. Like, I think there were other circumstances surrounding Blair Witch. A it was not a television show. That's true. B, it wasn't with, like, real... Nobody knew who anybody in those movies were. Like, nobody would have thought Ghost Watch was real. Like, part of Blair Witch blowing up was because of, like, the advertising campaign and the people going to the theater and being yeah. like... And, like, the fact that it... Obviously... If you thought about it, you knew it was fake. You knew it was a movie. You knew that there was nothing about this that was real. But it was easy to suspend your disbelief. You couldn't do that with Ghostwatch because those were all recognizable, actual people from the television you would still see on television. Being
1: the news people that they are. Yeah, they were playing
0: themselves, but they were also still themselves on TV the next day.
1: Yeah. Um, The woman who. I forget her name the blonde that is in the house with mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. with the family. She was like she never had to act before or anything like that. So she's like, I've never had to touch my ear that much before. Oh, is this coming in? And she was yeah. like, I don't know how much I, I she mean had they were all very good. That. considering um, yeah. And one other person's like the backlash it got was a result of people feeling incredibly stupid for like as believing well, as well they should as have. well they as should. we pointed
0: out you had to be a fucking simple bitch to watch that they're like i think that might have been real ghosts aren't real it's shut up it's
1: really good it's really well God. done i love the yeah, ending. i love it too
0: but like get a hobby
1: i mean that is my hobby
0: no, you. But you didn't think it was real. I no, mean, like,
1: horror movies are my hobby.
0: Right, but the people who thought it was real need a hobby, not I, you. I like
1: scary things. I
0: understand that you like scary things, love. I also enjoy them. I'm watching. A, I'm do, I'm on a podcast about it. Speaking but this friend
1: <laughs> is like more comedy. We haven't even said what it was. This you, was your pick. I know.
0: I know. I know that. Can I steer the show like usual? But we you announced have, this oh. at the end of the last show, so they should know. I know that, honey. But you have been derailing me since the moment we walked in here. I know it's truly my eyes are just like you guys can't see this but my eyes are just bloodshot red like they feel like someone took like a scouring pad and just fucking went to town on my eyeballs oh, you know
1: a bit of drama apologies to uh,
0: eye sensitive bit of a drama a bit of drama I'm fucking tired when's the last time you didn't sleep through the night
1: let's, let's get on oh, with oh, this oh
0: now it's time to get on with this
1: what's their movie love
0: it's a fucking snuff film starring yours truly. i <laughs> murder you.
1: Oh, I have a. I have. I, I, know, I know about snuff films.
0: You are so <laughs> stupid. You don't know anything about snuff films. No fucking snuff films. You're so ridiculous. Do you we tell you about them? No, because they don't <laughs> exist and you believed. You were like 14 and someone told you this thing and you like believed them because you're like, oh yeah, of course that's real. That's fucked up. No, yeah. No, of course that's real. And the whole time I'm sitting there going like, for fuck's sakes. Even I, even then, even at 14, I was smarter than you. Even at 14, <laughs> you're
1: just a cynical, <laughs> grumpy ass.
0: Look, if make, being a cynical, grumpy ass means that I don't believe when some other dumb punk rock kid tells me about a snuff film. Like, your eyes get all big, and you're like, oh my God, really? She believed when we were kids that our friend Steve's dog was the dog Comet from Full House, that it was an actor. Why would
1: anyone lie to me?
0: (laughs) Well, also, that show had been off the air for like 10 years at that point. How old did you think this dog was?
1: I don't know. I guess they thought dogs lived longer. You were
0: just like, oh, of course, that makes sense. It didn't make sense. Speaking of not making sense, our movie this time around was a 1993 American zombie comedy directed by Bob Balaban. I I love Bob Balaban. Big fan of Bob Balaban, which tells us... Oh, it's called My Boyfriend's Back.
1: My Boyfriend's Back.
0: Yeah, that's the song. I forget the rest of the words. And you're going to be in trouble. (laughs) Uh, Which tells the story of Johnny Dingle, played by Andrew Lowry, who was fine. A teenage boy who comes back from the dead as a zombie, so that he can have a date with Missy, played by Tracy Lynn. He
1: was a teenager,
0: but he looks like 35. In 19... I think in the 90s, uh, all teenagers looked about 35. I know. Because when we were kids, we'd see teenagers, and they all looked like adults. And, and they still look younger than the teenagers in Greece. So, like, the 50s, they were even older. They were all in their late 40s and the 50s. I swear,
1: movies like this and Greece all gave me really unrealistic expectations of what I was going to look like in high school. Cause then well, I, to be fair, Tracy I got, Lind. I got to high school, and I was like, I have no boobs. I have no hips. I still look like I'm 12.
0: I mean, yeah, but, like, no one looked like, looks or looked like Tracy Lynn. She was gorgeous.
1: Yeah, except for her bangs are stupid in this movie. Well, she had 90s
0: hair. It It was like three
1: strands in front of her face the whole time. I wanted. But it was
0: very, like, intentional, I think.
1: Well, of course, it's the 90s, but it's still. I hated it so much. I want to rip her bangs out of her freaking head.
0: I can't say I thought too much about her bangs. Or anything else. Get your mind out of the gutter. You know who else was in this movie? Some. This was crazy. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Matthew McConaughey, and Matthew Fox all appeared in this movie.
1: And, did you know that this all three of their first roles was in this movie?
0: Including McConaughey? Yeah. I could have sworn his first movie was in Dazed and Confused. I guess it was his breakout performance was yeah. Dazed and Confused, huh? Yeah. Same
1: year. Yeah. Good for him. Anyway. And also, I learned that um, it would have been Renee Zellweger. Who's that? Renee Zellweger. Was she Face. Squishy Face, yeah. Yeah. Um, it would have been her first movie ever, too, but they cut all her scenes.
0: Oh. She's also in a... Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie with Matthew McConaughey.
1: Which one? Texas Chainsaw
0: Massacre 4, The New Beginning, or whatever it's called. I've
1: never seen that one. It's one that
0: has a terrible reputation that I watched and I'm like, this movie is fine. Like, it's better than a lot of the those movies. There's like 11 movies in that Texas Chainsaw franchise. Really? And I like, like, two of them. And I feel
1: like that's the franchise I have spent the least amount of time with. Like, I've seen... Not all, but almost all the Halloween movies I've seen. Almost all the Friday the Thirteenth, all the Scream. I think mm. I've only seen four of, no, five of the Texas Chainsaws.
0: It's funny to me because no, okay, now like, that I
1: say, I've actually seen more than I thought.
0: Because yeah, like I've watched, you like franchise horror a lot more. I mean, I used to care more about them. You liked them a lot more than I do. I'm kinda, I've seen I, so many. They're like, not.
1: I mean, I I wish that. We would get more original storytelling, but I'm a sucker. I still will watch
0: the new shit. There's, what, 13 or 14 Halloween movies now? And I would argue that there is two watchable (laughs) Halloween movies, and they are one and three. And the rest of them can just... Oh, three is
1: so good. I love that one.
0: I think three is fun. One is good. Three is fun. And the rest of them are just absolute dreck. And I didn't see any of the new ones because the trailers annoyed me. Yeah, they would annoy you. And like, while I don't like the Rob Zombie Halloween movies, I do find them interesting because you like Rob Zombie as a filmmaker. I think he's. I don't always like him as a filmmaker. Yeah. I don't think he's as good as I thought he was. Maybe
1: he was interesting. He did different things as at the time. Yeah, but and now
0: I kind of think he kind of does a one, one note. Thing. He's like a one note pony. Yeah, like is, he that does a, that is that a thing? It's a one trick pony. For fuck's sake, Nicole. Um, but like, stupid, Lords of Salem, I think, Nicole. is a really good movie. And the Devil's Rejects, I think, is a pretty good movie. Uh, I will say, but I think he's been kind of making those two movies over and over again. He and I, really
1: knows how to put music in a movie.
0: Well, I would hope so because he's a musician. And then I saw the trailer <laughs> for in five or ten minutes of that Monsters movie when you were watching it, and I was just like, "This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen." It didn't look like the Monsters TV show. It looked, it had like the same film quality and like whole like vibe of like a. Vibe porno parody of the monsters. Only no one fucked, they just were the monsters. It was like if you watched This Ain't the Monsters and instead of like blowing uh, Herman Munster, she just like was Lily Munster.
1: I feel like you really hit the nail on the head because I couldn't explain. I was like, this is weird. I'm watching yeah. it and it's weird. It's making me feel weird, but not in a good way. Like I think he was
0: going for like a stilted television. Aesthetic, but it just came off like a very I will cheap say, porno um, shoot.
1: I forget who played Herman Munster in the Rob Zombie one, I but he he was good. He, he was I, doing liked, a good I liked I liked his impre- his um performance. Impression. Yeah. Did he go like
0: the, this? Darn, darn, darn! I like whenever the, Herman would say The that.
1: grandpa who played, uh, if his name was Grandpa.
0: Grandpa Munster, yeah. Paul yeah, yeah. Lewis he played was the original.
1: He was, whoever played him in this one was good.
0: Well, too. and I'm sure the greatest actress of our time, um, Sherry Moon Zombie, sucked because she's literally been terrible in every movie That's she's not ever true. been
1: in. She has not been terrible, but yes, yeah, she was terrible as What's Lily. What's a movie
0: that she's good in? It's d- Salem. She didn't have to act, she just had to stand there. That's why that movie is good, because they don't ask her to do any acting. Like, at least in The Devil's Reject, she's just playing a cartoon character. She's good at that she's okay at that it's it's the most one note of one note things like when we were teenagers we were both we both loved those and now i feel like i have more of a nostalgia for that movie than i do actual like affection for it as a movie i don't dislike it i still like it but like right you know i think it's more i liked it because when i was 16 we watched it a lot and i was like yeah this is good shit
1: i also think cuz like our scope of what we have seen it wasn't as big as it is now. That's very true. It was so different at the time. Also, I was like this little punk rock kid. So anything that was alternative or different, I kind of loved.
0: Well, and like, although his movies a lot of times are very much riffing on older movies, and so then we go and end up seeing all the movies that inspired his movies, and we're like, "Oh, these are all way better than the things he was." I you do know. like
1: doing that though, because then I it's get fun. I get the cameos that he puts totally. in because I didn't always get them, and then I watch them I'm like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that's why yeah. he was in the movie," and that's but it's fun. not like, that's like a fun like spot the guy, right? Yeah,
0: it's not like watching a Tarantino movie and then seeing the influences and then watching the Tarantino movie again. The Tarantino movie is still usually as good, if not better, than the influences because he's a phenomenally talented filmmaker. I would filmmaker. agree
1: with that. Right. Like he's yeah. really,
0: really good at it. He's not just like playing, let's put a reference in. There's like an actual intent behind everything he's doing. But yeah. in case it's not obvious, we watched this movie in September, so I'm having a really hard time talking about my boyfriend's mind. I know we back, keep so getting excused to talk about something else. I'll, I'll, I'll try my best. We'll do better go, next time. Look, I will say this this is one of the weirdest <laughs> movies I've ever seen. It's a movie. It knows
1: that, how silly it is. But
0: it, it does. <laughs> but it feels like something is it feels like the movie or the director knew what he was trying to make but like it felt like he was fighting tooth and nail to make it it felt like because like a lot of aspects it's like of this clunky is a little, a yeah bit. it's very clunky like the comedy is funny it's it's very like easy to watch and likable and silly and funny but like it's bizarre to, i would describe it as like if in no way is it this good but it I use this word for lack of a better word to to show like how like off kilter and unreal it is. It's like if David Lynch made a Warner Brothers cartoon. Because that's nothing... giving this movie too much credit. I, I agree. I agree. It is nowhere near that good. But it's like it's completely disconnected from reality. It kind of operates on its own with bizarre logic, and sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. Like it's not consistent in how any of its tonal stuff happens. It's very surreal and sometimes more so than others, and like it's it's and, and some of it gets so bizarre that it's almost off-putting. Like the scenes with the parents are my favorite, but some of them are so off-kilter and unreal that they almost feel like too many cooks off putting.
1: I don't agree with that.
0: Again, nowhere near that good.
1: It's not that surreal. I think his his mom is my favorite character. She's, She's hilarious. She like her commitment to her bit is just so good. I, I it really love her. Hurt. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She was phenomenal.
1: Her hair, her hairstyle, the way she looked, everything yeah. was really good. How she still tries to k- take care of her son by feeding him. She like it's like I brought you dinner, and it's like a boy on a platter, yeah. and it's yeah. like little Chuck. Uh,
0: Edward Herman plays his father, who I also really enjoyed. He was the grandfather on Gilmore Girls. Yes, he
1: was good. Uh, I also. He's Paul... also the dad in Richie Rich. That's
0: yeah, true. Paul Dooley plays one of the bad guys, sort of like the father of like one of the victims of the zombie. He's
1: Big Chuck. So that's Big Chuck. His son, Chuck, got eaten by uh, ah. Johnny Dingle. Right. And... His other son, Little Chuck, is in the house on the platter.
0: Oh, is that right? Yeah, so it's Big
1: Chuck, Chuck, and Little Chuck. (laughs) Okay.
0: And Chuck is also a, a word that they would use to describe types of steak and meat, right? Like, so it's another pun. Yeah. Yeah. But I love Paul Dooley. He does great in this movie. Cloris Leachman is in this movie in, like, yeah, it's, but it's... It's bizarre. Well,
1: that picture. So you just showed a of picture. Of course, Leachman. Yeah, very young. She looks like Sandra Bullock in that picture. Oh, no, she does. Or Sandra Bullock looks Flores like Lichman her. Leachman
0: in a publicity photo in 1970. If like, you want to look at the could Wikipedia page. Be
1: related. If I saw that, like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, well, maybe I don't think they are, but yeah, she was. I love Of Leachman. She's hysterical.
1: Okay, bring that picture up again. I'm gonna take a picture. Well,
0: okay. Why?
1: For Instagram. Well. We are on Instagram.
0: Oh brother. Just go, it's the Wikipedia picture of her.
1: Yeah, but I'm gonna post it on our Instagram. Nobody cares. Well, I care. I like doing Instagram. I don't actually
0: have an Instagram.
1: Oh, look at you! You're so good.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Okay, nice we're on right.
1: Instagram at Bride of Creature Podcast.
0: Also, Austin Pendleton plays the um, uh, like the the doctor, like the surgeon. Oh, he was good. He was really he, good. And he
1: tries to trick him to come. Okay, we should describe the pot plot. The pot. The pot yeah. plot.
0: Describe the pot. Uh, okay, so Johnny's in love with Missy since they were kids. He tries to f- stop a robbery at her job. He tries to fake a robbery rather with Wait, his you friend missed an Eddie. Important part. Oh, he tries to give her a present when they were kids. But he, he doesn't. chickens out. It's not that important. It comes back lots. It doesn't the... matter at all.
1: It's what saves him in the end. <laughs> it's
0: stupid though. Anyway, he decides <laughs> to fake a robbery to get him to like get her to think he's wonderful, but he acts by stopping the robbery, he ends up making a mistake. A real robber actually shows up. Uh, Johnny ends up taking a bullet that was meant for Missy. Uh, but after the funeral, he rises from the grave. Because as he's dying, he asks her to prom, and she says, sure, because he's dying. And then he comes back from the dead, because, hey, this girl of his dreams said she'll go to prom with him. But it's not freaky or scary. He just climbs out of the grave and shows up home, and he's, his parents, who were grieving are just like, oh, I guess he's not dead. Or he is like, still dead, but he's home. That's it's nice. it's like just really normal. Yeah, everyone just like... It's at, 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 at that moment that I kind of went, what is... Okay, so this movie is just going to be kind of surreal and wacky. All right, cool. I'm in. I'm involved. I'm enjoying it. And I just sort of felt like that the whole time. Or I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. I'm I on feel, board. Yeah,
1: we just like, kind of went with the roller coaster of this movie. You pretty much
0: just have to decide. Like, am I going to accept the the world that this thing is creating as strange and disjointed and odd-feeling as it is?
1: Maybe it was really heavily edited.
0: Yeah, it, it feels that way, It you does, know?
1: like, looking back at it now.
0: And there's, like, parts... Like, she's. First, she's hesitant to be around him, and then her boyfriend Buck is a dickhead. So she wants to be with Johnny. Because he was discriminated against for being a zombie. They go on a date. She accidentally rips his ear off. She seems to be weirdly turned on by his decomposing body. She helps
1: attach his nose with her gum, like this cute little scene. I will say, though, I like the chemistry between the actors Johnny and Missy like I thought they were cute together I think she
0: was really good I think he was fine but I think she was very good actually their chemistry was sweet yeah um but yeah so Johnny ends up like eating people because he's a zombie he doesn't really want to but he does anyway which ends up with like a a mob of village people (laughs) the village people MCA led by Paul Dooley trying to get him because he's a zombie and we don't like zombies in this town. And then there's a part where you're just like, is this supposed to be some kind of like goofy allegory for race? No, it's not about race. It's literally just silly. It's, it's just not silly. about anything. It's just very silly. Um,
1: that's reaching thinking. <laughs> I know.
0: I was like, because that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, is they, are they going for something here? Even, right But even
1: in the little, like, I watched a YouTube review of this so I could remember what happened. And even the YouTube made that comment about like, um, being a like a euphemism. Oh, yeah, I can't say that word. Analogy. Yeah, for that, and I was it's like, like no. mm, I think that's giving this movie too, Way much, too credit. much credit. I
0: mean, it's sort of like it's also sort of like a parody of teen movies because it uses all the, the basic teen film tropes. I think that's
1: why I liked that ended up liking this movie a lot because in the '90s, I loved. <laughs> Like romance movies, chick flicks, all that stuff. And as an adult, I'm not as much into them, but I love horror. So this is kind of like nostalgic for me, but with a twist that I
0: love. It definitely felt like much more a parody of teen comedies than it did of zombie movies. Oh, for sure. Like it kind of felt like.
1: Which I think if it had done. you said originally, like, it, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been as good. It would have been
0: boring. No, I think that if this movie came out today, it would be an eight-minute Funny or Die sketch, or with the modern equivalent. I mean, Funny or Die isn't a thing anymore, but it would be like a YouTube sketch. Funny or
1: Die is not a thing anymore? I don't
0: think so. I doubt it.
1: I bet it is.
0: When's the last time you saw Funny or Die video?
1: Well, we're all adults now. I bet it's still going on.
0: Is... It was founded in 2007, but, like, somebody else bought it. <laughs> eh.
1: Yeah, it not act-
0: they shut down their office, but they haven't been actually, like, making oh, stuff. Okay. Like, they produced some older stuff, but they're not, like, actively making things. They did, like, the... It was so huge. Yeah, well, yeah, it was. But then YouTube kind <laughs> of became a thing, right? Like, it I was guess, huge yeah. in the early days of online viral comedy sketches and whatnot. Now everyone does that. Now it's TikTok. Now people can't even sit through a 10-minute Funny Die sketch. It's got to be a 30-second TikTok, and it has to be a goddamn challenge. Everything's a challenge now. Like, oh, take the fucking fruit-by-the-foot challenge. When I was a little boy, we didn't have challenges. We just, like, hung around and did shit. I don't know. We just, like, hung out and L-D-M-A-O.
1: Maybe kids are more creative now.
0: No, they're not. All they, all kids play now is, like, when our kids play, they're not being creative. Here's the first thing they do in every one of their games. What's up, guys? Back <laughs> again with another video. They pretend to be fucking dirtweed YouTubers. And, like, we're not any better. We're on a stupid podcast. We suck, too. Okay. This podcast sucks, and you're all stupid for listening to it. Joey! (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I love our listener. Um, (laughs) Do you remember, was the song in the movie? No! Like, it's a reference to that song.
1: I don't think it is. They made a comment on it. I think it's in the
0: trailer. It must have been in the trailer. It's a great song. We're going
1: to play the trailer, aren't we?
0: We usually do. I guess we should. Do you want to play the trailer? Yeah. I didn't download it yet. All right, hang on. They say when you're dead, you're dead. They say you only get one chance at life. But for childhood sweethearts Missy and Johnny, true love will never die.
1: My boy from the dead for me god my boyfriend won't even pump gas for me right god if it ain't to zombie out with a living woman what do you have against johnny besides the fact that he's dead he's a stinking
0: zombie you idiot he's
1: been gone for such a long time my
0: dad will go berserk if he finds out i went out with a dead guy you stupid dead zombie pond scum there's a lot of prejudice against the undead horror of the undead Tramp
1: zombie lover we want the zombie Pretty damn
0: active for a dead guy. Come on, let's oh, get, get
1: it, gang. Hey, quit it! If you're going to kill him, you're going to have to kill me. I mean it.
0: Ah. My boyfriend's back.
1: Well, I hope somebody eats a whole damn bunch of you.
0: There you go. Was it in the trailer? What? The song. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, <trailer laughs> was in, the song was in the trailer. Uh, I don't. I wasn't paying close enough attention to remember if my favorite line is in the trailer, but my favorite line in the whole movie is when... It is in the trailer, I think. Is when she says, like, he came back from the dead for me, and the other girl goes, my boyfriend won't even pump gas for me. (laughs) That's such a good line. That's an outstanding joke. Look, this movie is very cute. It's very silly. It's, like, less than 90 minutes. I will probably never watch it again, and I've already, like, blocked a lot of it from my memory, because it's not particularly memorable, apart from being weird, but you can do a lot worse. I'd say watch it.
1: I think it's fun and enjoyable. Yeah.
0: I don't know that I'm gonna watch it again.
1: No, we
0: either. Uh, it was produced by Sean Cunningham, who is one of the most overrated filmmakers of all time, because he created Friday the Thirteenth. And I remember all the vi- interviews and stuff I ever saw with him in uh, when people when they were doing retrospectives on those movies. He always seemed like kind of a twat. Really? <laughs> I don't know. That's just the vibe I got. Maybe not.
1: Maybe I um, don't know. Whatever.
0: Anyway, uh my boyfriend's back and so is this podcast. <laughs> woo woo woo. Yes, hey we la, had hey a la.
1: hiatus. Um I got kind of a part time job and
0: I work a lot. Work and we have kids, children. we got a puppy. Oh we did we got a baby boy, this beautiful baby boy. He's a little Pomeranian.
1: He's a Pomeranian puppy, he's yeah. not a little boy. He's my baby
0: boy. He's my <laughs> beautiful baby boy.
1: Joey is in love.
0: His name is his lordship Poppin' Sagata Mooglington the Fourth just Poppin his lordship Poppin Segata Mooglington the fourth Poppin uh, for Poppin Twinbee the Konami shooter uh, Segata for the of course the Segata Sanshiro, the uh, mascot for the Sega Saturn in the 1996 in Japan and then Mooglington of course is the bastardization of Moogle which is a species of creature from the Final Fantasy universe he actually has two extra secret bonus middle names that only I am aware of
1: holy shit yeah that's amazing
0: isn't it Anyway, uh, Nicole, what are we watching next time?
1: Oh, Something funny, right? No, this I guess is a serious one and looks really. Sur- this one will actually be surreal and scary. It's called. Skin the trailer and scared the crap out of me. It just came out this this year. Skin and Marink. came out this year. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. And a shot in Edmonton.
0: It kind of 15 um. Fifteen grand.
1: Yeah, from what I've heard, it kind of sounds a little bit reminiscent to me of um, House of Leaves, which is a really, Mm -hmm. really creepy book that I love, where like the inside of the house grows rooms and starts changing, but the outside of the house doesn't change. To me,
0: it sounds like a feature length version of the kind of horror that you get on Adult Swim at three in the morning, the kind of stuff that actually scares me. So this house has people in it, live footage of a grizzly bear, too many cooks, that kind of thing. Live
1: footage of a grizzly bear. I, have I think it's not, called live footage of a grizzly you have bear. You've not showed me this one. I think it's called that. I've seen too many cooks too many times, but I get it's really uh,
0: weird. Okay. It's called unedited footage of a bear, that's what it's called.
1: Okay, I should watch that.
0: It's it's intense. It's good though. It's scary.
1: Oh cool. I yeah, wanna watch fucked. that.
0: It's 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 insane. Like it's it's frightening. Cool. But also, this, this house. Have you ever seen this house has people in it? No. Why haven't you shown me any of these? Because you get annoyed when I show you things that are that not are my any- kind of. Not horror. anymore. It's another one. The same guy, I believe, Ellen Resnick. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm not. I'm not sure if it's the same guy for sure. I'm gonna just double check. But this, I haven't watched it yet. But um, this year, Adult Swim put out their Yule Log. The okay. Other, yeah. And it's actually a 90-minute surreal horror film.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, apparently it's
0: really cool. I think it's the same guy who did, like, The Heart She Holler or something. Oh, no, it was The Guy Made Too Many Cooks. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. Yeah.
1: We should maybe do an episode of just, like, these shorts. Like, like a whole bunch of... Like, we'll just talk about a bunch of them. That was
0: great. But, yeah, Too Many Cooks is one of my all-time... Too Many Cooks is, like, one of my favorite films. And I think it's one of my favorite horror films. I love... Things that just devolve into surreal madness. Do
1: you remember at the end of one of our Halloween parties, someone asked you, like, what actually scares you? And you showed them too many cooks, and they're like, I'm sorry I asked. It was
0: three in the morning. I <laughs> yeah, think so, that's yeah. crazy. They're like, well, what actually scares you? And I was like, I'll show you. I'll show you what scares me. I should have showed them unedited footage of a bear. I want to see that.
1: Right. Anyway, we're going to watch Skin and Rink next. Hopefully, we'll be back next month.
0: You know, Skidamarink, um, Skidamarinky-dinky-dink uh-huh. from The Elephant Show. Yeah. When I was in grade school, uh, there was a, a kid who claimed that he invented this rhyme that I'm about to tell you. And at the time, I believed him because I wouldn't. Die. And now I don't believe did him anymore. did
1: I just get shit for believing about a dog? Yeah, I
0: was like in grade five. So now I would, like, at the time I believed him because, sure. But now I'm like... There's no way he came up with that and not because it's like clever cuz it's not but because it's the kind of thing that a kid would say that they made up but they would say the skin on my dink is pink I think but after sex it's blue. Instead of skin on my dinky dink skin on my I've heard that doo. before that's probably me gross. saying it to you from when I remembered it. The skin on my dink is pink I think but after sex it's blue. And when you're in grade 5 you're just like is it? Oh okay. But like now I'm like why would it be blue? What are you you doing it wrong? Why is the skin on <laughs> your dink blue? And what do you mean it's pink you think? what check like it's (laughs) it's not i don't know all right i'm tired (laughs) that's going to be all for us here today on my show (laughs) uh until next time i am the creature joey g
1: and i'm the bride nicole
0: y'all stay scary now
1: kissy kissy